Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily Bible reading podcast from Israel, where we read you the entire Bible in one year based on the weekly Torah portions. My name is Johanna and I'm your reader today. Actually, today's reading will be for tomorrow, for Shabbat, but we're posting it a little bit early since we don't post on Shabbat itself. And some of our podcast listeners prefer to have their podcast listening done before Shabbat comes in. So this week, our Shabbat is special. It is called Shabbat HaChodesh, and it is also Rosh Chodesh, or the new moon. Um, we're heading into the first of Nisan on the Hebrew calendar. And so it is Shabbat Chodesh, the Sabbath of the month, and it takes place on the Shabbat preceding the first of the month of Nisan. We read from Exodus 12, 1-20 about the laws of Passover. And on the first day of Nisan, God presented the first commandment of how to sanctify the new moon, Kiddush Chodesh, for the onset of Rosh Chodesh, and thus Nisan becomes the first month of the Jewish year, counting by months. Also today in history, the tabernacle was set up in Exodus 40, 17. Now in the first month of the second year, on the first day of the month, the tabernacle was erected. Ezra began his journey from Babylon to Jerusalem. Ezra 7, 9. For on the first of the first month, he began to go up from Babylon also, the sanctification of the second temple began in Second Chronicles twenty nine seventeen. Now they began the consecration on the first day of the first month. And so we're going to start by doing our readings for this Shabbat by finishing off this week's portion or parasha, which is called Tazriah, She Will Conceive. And we'll start by reading Leviticus 13, 55 through 59. But first, let's take a moment to bless God and thank Him for His Word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to His people Israel and to all peoples, through His Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. Then the Kohen shall examine it after the plague is washed. And behold, if the plague has not changed its color and the plague has not spread, it is unclean. You shall burn it in the fire, whether the rot is outside or inside. If the Kohen looks and behold, the plague has faded after it is washed, then he shall tear it out of the garment or out of the skin, or out of the warp, or out of the woof. And if it appears again in the garment, either in the warp, or in the woof, or in anything of skin, it is spreading. You shall burn with fire that in which the plague is. But the garment, either the warp, or the woof, or whatever thing of skin it is, which you shall wash, if the plague has departed from them, then it shall be washed the second time, and it will be clean. This is the Torah for the plague of Tzara'at, in a garment of wool or linen, 
either in the warp or the woof or in anything of the of skin to pronounce it clean or to pronounce it unclean that was leviticus 13:55 through 59 and now for our special portion for this shabbat we'll go to exodus 12 and read verses 1 through 20 Now the Lord spoke to Moshe and Aaron in the land of Egypt, saying, This month shall be to you the beginning of months. It shall be the first month of the year to you. Speak to all the congregation of Israel, saying, On the tenth day of this month they shall take to them every man a lamb, according to their father's houses, a lamb for a household. And if the household is too little for a lamb, then he and his neighbor next to his house shall take one according to the number of the souls. You shall make your count for the lamb according to what everyone can eat. Your lamb is to be without blemish, a male a year old. You shall take it from the sheep or the goats. You shall keep it until the fourteenth day of the same month. And the whole assembly of the congregation of Israel shall kill it at evening. They shall take some of the blood and put it on the two doorposts and on the lintel of the houses in which they shall eat it. They shall eat the meat on that night, roasted with fire. With matzah and maror they shall eat it. Do not eat it raw or boiled at all with water, but roasted with fire with its head, its legs, and its inner parts. You shall let nothing of it remain until the morning, but that which remains of it until the morning you shall burn with fire. This is how you shall eat it, with your belt on your waist, your sandals on your feet, and your staff in your hand, and you shall eat it in haste. It is the Pesach of the Lord." For I will go through the land of Egypt in that night, and will strike all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both man and animal. And I will execute judgments against all the gods of Egypt. I am the Lord. The blood shall be to you for a token on the houses where you are. When I see the blood, I will pass over you, and no plague will be on you to destroy you when I strike the land of Egypt. This day shall be a memorial for you. You shall keep it as a feast to the Lord, and you shall keep it as a feast throughout your generations by an ordinance forever. Seven days you shall eat matzah, but on the first day you must remove chametz from your houses, for whoever eats chametz from the first day until the seventh day, that soul shall be cut off from Israel. On the first day you shall hold a holy assembly, and another holy assembly on the seventh. No kind of work shall be done on them, except that what is to be eaten by every person. Only that may be done by you. And you shall observe the feast of Matzot, for in the same day I have brought your armies out of the land of Egypt. Therefore, you shall observe this day throughout your generations by an ordinance forever. 
In the first of the month, on the fourteenth day of the month at evening, you shall eat matzah until the twenty-first day of the month at evening. For seven days, no chametz is to be found in your houses. For whoever eats chametz, that soul shall be cut off from the congregation of Israel. Whether he is a foreigner or one who is born in the land, eat nothing with chametz in it. In all your dwellings you shall eat matzah. That was Exodus or Shemot 12, 1 through 20. And now this week's Haftarah portion is Ezekiel forty-five sixteen through forty-six eighteen. All the people of the land shall give to this offering for the prince in Israel. It shall be the prince's part to give the burnt offerings, the grain offerings, and the drink offerings in the feasts, and on Rosh Chodesh, and on Shabbats, in all the appointed feasts of the house of Israel. He shall prepare the sin offering, the grain offering, the burnt offering, and the peace offerings, to make atonement for the house of Israel. This is what the Lord the Lord says. In the first month, on the first day of the month, you shall take a young bull without blemish, and you shall cleanse the sanctuary. The Kohen shall take of the blood of the sin offering, and put it on the doorposts of the house, and on the four corners of the ledge of the altar, and on the posts of the gate of the inner court. So you shall do on the seventh day of the month for every one who errs, and for him who is simple. So you shall make atonement for the house. In the first month, on the fourteenth day of the month, you shall have the Pesach, a feast of seven days, matzah shall be eaten. On that day, the prince shall prepare for himself and for all the people of the land a bull for a sin offering. The seven days of the feast he shall prepare a burnt offering to the Lord, seven bulls and seven rams without blemish, on each of the seven days, and a male goat daily for a sin offering. He shall prepare a grain offering, an ephah for a bull, and an ephah for a ram, and a hin of oil to an ephah. On the seventh month, on the fifteenth day of the month, in the feast, he shall do like that for seven days, according to the sin offering, according to the burnt offering, and according to the grain offering, and according to the oil. This is what the Lord, the Lord says, The gate of the inner court that looks toward the east shall be shut the six working days, but on the Shabbat day it shall be opened, and on the day of Rosh Chodesh it shall be opened. The prince shall enter by the way of the porch of the gate outside, and shall stand by the post of the gate. And the Kohanim shall prepare his burnt offering and his peace offerings, and he shall worship at the threshold of the gate. Then he shall go out, but the gate shall not be shut until the evening. The people of the land shall worship at the door of that gate before the Lord on the Shabbats and on Rosh Chodesh. The burnt offering that the prince shall offer to the Lord shall be on the Shabbat day six lambs without blemish and a ram without blemish. 
and the grain offering shall be an ephah for the ram, and the grain offering for the lambs as he is able to give, and a hin of oil to an ephah. On the day of Rosh Chodesh it shall be a young bull without blemish, and six lambs, and a ram. They shall be without blemish. He shall prepare a grain offering, an ephah for the bull, and an ephah for the ram, and for the lambs according as he is able, and a hin of oil to an ephah. When the prince enters, he shall go in by the way of the porch of the gate, and he shall go out by its way. But when the people of the land come before the Lord in the appointed feasts, he who enters by the way of the north gate to worship shall go out by the way of the south gate, and he who enters by the way of the south gate shall go out by the way of the north gate. He shall not return by the way of the gate by which he came in, but shall go out straight before him. The prince shall go in with them when they go in, and when they go out, he shall go out. On the feasts and at the appointed times, the grain offering shall be an ephah for a bull, and an ephah for a ram, and for the lambs as he is able to give, and a hin of oil to an ephah. Now when the prince prepares a freewill offering, a burnt offering, or peace offerings as a freewill offering to the Lord, one shall open for him the gate that looks toward the east, and he shall prepare his burnt offering and his peace offerings as he does on the Shabbat day. Then he shall go out, and after his going out, one shall shut the gate. You shall prepare a lamb a year old without blemish for a burnt offering to the Lord daily. Morning by morning you shall prepare it. You shall prepare a grain offering with it, morning by morning, the sixth part of an ephah and the third part of a hin of oil, to moisten the fine flour, a grain offering to the Lord continually by a perpetual ordinance. Thus they shall prepare the lamb, the grain offering, and the oil, morning by morning, for a continual burnt offering. This is what the Lord, the Lord says, if the prince gives a gift to any of his sons, it is his inheritance. It shall belong to his sons. It is their possession by inheritance. But if he gives of his inheritance a gift to one of his servants, it shall be his to the year of liberty. Then it shall return to the prince. But as for his inheritance, it shall be for his sons." The prince shall not take of the people's inheritance to thrust them out of their possession. He shall give inheritance to his sons out of his own possession, that my people not each be scattered from his possession. That was Ezekiel 45.16 and 46.18. And now for a special synagogue reading pertaining to the new moon. Numbers 28, 9 through 15. On Shabbat, you shall offer two male lambs a year old without blemish and two tenths of an ephah of fine flour for a grain offering mixed with oil and its drink offering. This is the burnt offering of every Shabbat in addition to the continual burnt offering and its drink offering. 
At each Rosh Chodesh, you shall offer a burnt offering to the Lord, two young bulls, one ram, seven male lambs a year old without blemish, and three-tenths of an ephah of fine flour for a grain offering mixed with oil for each bull, and two-tenths parts of the fine flour for a grain offering mixed with oil for the one ram and one-tenth part of fine flour mixed with oil for a grain offering to every lamb, as a burnt offering of a pleasant aroma, an offering made by fire to the Lord. Their drink offerings shall be half a hin of wine for a bull, the third part of a hin for the ram, and the fourth part of a hin for a lamb. This is the burnt offering of every Rosh Chodesh throughout the months of the year. Also, one male goat for a sin offering to the Lord shall be offered in addition to the continual burnt offering and its drink offering. That was Numbers 28, 9 through 15. And now for our final portion from the Apostles, we'll read Colossians 2, 16 through 23. Therefore let no one judge you in eating, or in drinking, or with respect to a feast day, or a Rosh Chodesh, or Shabbat, which are a shadow of the things to come, but the body is Messiah's. Let no one rob you of your prize by self-abasement and worshipping of the angels, dwelling in the things which he has not seen, vainly puffed up by his fleshly mind, and not holding firmly to the head, to whom all the body, being supplied and knit together through the joints and ligaments, grows with a growth that is from God. Therefore, if you died with Messiah from the elements of the world, why, as though living in the world, do you subject yourselves to ordinances? Do not handle, do not taste, do not touch, all of which perish with use, according to the precepts and doctrines of men. These things indeed appear like wisdom in self-imposed worship, humility, and severity to the body, but are not of any value against the indulgence of the flesh. That was Colossians 2, 16-23, and it concludes our readings for this week. Well, I'm just going to sign off here and wish you all a wonderful weekend. I'm Johanna with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shabbat Shalom.